Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, it's the dog days of summer, <laughs> and what better way to celebrate that than to review Paw Patrol the movie, a film that <laughs> we basically joked about on Twitter and... Uh, found our way into reviewing uh, via a variety review uh, by Courtney Howard that basically praised this film as the uh, second coming or second Citizen Kane in animated uh, dog form. Love it. Uh, just what the people want, two 32-year-old men with no children who have never seen a single episode of Paw Patrol. I don't know how much of it you've watched before this, Eric. Uh, well, um, Matt, it's not. It, Paw Patrol is one of those shows that um, I have no affinity for with the exception of my uh, nearly one-year-old uh, second cousin, Charlotte, does watch twice it. removed uncles no 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 second cousin uh, I, i'm yeah, just yeah. messing around um she was actually born mm. on october the 8th the same day as as me so uh you know wow. going on 33 uh reviewing this film and a <laughs> one-year-old who will probably eventually watch this movie once it comes to uh vod mm-hmm. um so Which I, we will say it's streaming on Paramount Plus in the United States as well as in theaters, where in Canada it is theatrical only as of right now. Yeah, through Elevation Pictures, and yeah. um, it'll probably it'll it'll be available soon enough, pretty on, quickly on VOD, yeah. and and that's where it will do probably really really well. But even looking at um the landmark uh website on on you know for for Whippy. Yeah, it is playing like every half an hour or so. And I know it's only 80, 85 minutes long, but um, it goes to they have sh- it on multiple screens. Yeah, it goes to show you how popular po- it is. And I, and I had how popular, popular it is, but it, it, it's very much in the vein of like, OK, like, yeah, obviously we have no sort of association with it other than if you, you know, know somebody who has a child, maybe you've heard about it in passing sure. the same way that you hear about Peppa Pig. But I've just heard it's very popular. Right. That's what I've heard. But at the same time. And Canadian. And Canadian, and which we'll also get into a little bit as well, because there are some Canadian uh, sort of uh, references thrown in there. And it's also referencing specifically uh, The Littlest Hobo, which is a, a major influence on the Paw Patrol. But yeah. for people that grew up maybe... You know, were children in the 80s or 90s. I mean, the equivalent would probably be something like Care Bears, right? Like, you know, Care Bears were so popular with that two to five year old age range. And like, I remember watching Care Bears as a child and watching things like Barney and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and, and Sesame Street. So, yeah, but with. Sesame Street, which we did a review for uh, the documentary, uh, which you can go back in in our Sundance file, there's this weird nostalgia for that where I feel like something like Care Bears, for example, if you watch that as a kid, it's almost like there's still not a lot of nostalgia for it or it doesn't have the same sort of like it feels like of the 80s or like Thomas the Tank Engine is another one that it's kind of like, okay, like these, you know, kids shows are popular enough to create a a franchise a brand and then on top of that build into a movie and and you can only imagine what film critics are thinking when you know they're watching these things having never sort of had the context of the show in the same way that like a lot of animated stuff like with both pokemon and digimon like you could only imagine you know that film critics are probably thinking about rating this thing on a curve 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I kind of feel that way. Siskel with, and Ebert reviewing Pokemon the movie. <laughs> well, but that's but that's the other thing that you can yeah. also talk about with bringing up Siskel and Ebert specifically that I was thinking about while watching uh, yeah. Paw Patrol the movie is the is is the classic conversation of Benji versus Full Metal Jacket, and that Roger Ebert liked uh, Benji more the Benji movie that was released in 1987 right. than Full than Jacket. Metal Jacket in terms of rating but also said that full metal jacket in terms of its ambition is still a better movie than benji because full metal jacket is doing more and is a better filmmaker where benji but was of, more disappointed it's what you yeah. i'm sure you're going to get into with annette versus a couple exactly exactly yeah. annette is like that perfect example where like i annette i gave <clears throat> two out of five and this spoiler alert, I'm giving three out of five, but yeah. I still think Annette is trying to do something more ambitious. It just never clicked for me where Paw Patrol kind of literally ticks off those, you know, yeah, those the boxes. kids movie boxes. Yeah. yeah and, and succeeds in, you know, most of them, if not all of them. And I'm, I'm totally with you. I have no prior knowledge of Paw Patrol other than um, it's made by Spin Master, which I remember living across the street from their uh, building in Toronto, their old headquarters, which was at the corner front in Spadina area. And um, their logo always reminded me of, um, remember those little mini tech deck skateboards? <laughs> yeah. Um, those little mini uh, skateboards. I always thought they were like that company was like making toys and things like that, which I think they kind of are. But then after watching this movie, which yeah, it, it started off as a Twitter joke based on that variety review then elevation pictures jumped in and was like i think you guys should review it or or like or i maybe i said i think we should review it and they were like you definitely should so then i'm like eh, let's just do it um and you know i think yeah it's a perfectly serviceable like you know enjoyable uh uh kind of kids movie which i and i totally understand why it took off and it's all it's pretty simple really like it's it's genius when you come up with stuff like this for children because i mean everything's been done time and time again but you can just look at the data throughout history and go okay what do kids love cute animals okay check mark they like cool vehicles because i remember as a kid like hot wheels they and love the village and, like, people um <laughs> sure <laughs> and then the third one is public service like yeah. weirdly kids like garbage men and firemen well, it's the uniform and, like, right it's, yeah it's, it's, it's the it's the uniform itself and sort of like the idea that you know this is basically you know character development for children you you see the uniform that you know the characters in this movie or in any other kid show are watching and you identify specifically with what their sort of their traits are yeah. their interests are so that's it's 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 a way of 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 getting past exposition rather quickly sure. in terms of yeah. like okay well we have to kind of delve into you know specific storylines or backstories and it it kind of cuts corners in that way and the same thing give them with- a costume and a logo and they all have their specific power that they do which is based on a public service yeah and <laughs> like, it's it's yeah. even the same thing with with in in the movie you have the theme song book ending the 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 film and it's one it's reminding you that it's an adaptation of a kid's tv series yeah. but it's, it's a, a quick longer way, episode but yeah. it's a quick way also to kind of get across who each character is and and what they're sort of um you know they're they're government service provider yeah. aspect is of them and like it is also weirdly funny because um one of them uh 
Rubble is is the character that's kind of food motivated. He's the construction worker dog, the bulldog. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I was thinking about this uh, driving over to my grandparents' place and dropping off groceries. This is where I think about these things um, <laughs> that all dogs are mostly food motivated. So it's kind of sure. weird that he's the one that's mostly food motivated or like that's kind of like his additional little like, you know, layer of, of, of character. I think it's supposed there. to be like that, you know, the classic trope of like the, you know, the the bulldozer, the 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 meathead kind of like um, simple, not like simple minded kind of thing, but like motivated by the simplest things because he's the one, the more. Uh, you know, destroy everything like uh, kind of. But you always have characters in these but... things as well that are hungry or food motivated or like you are got, always eating. It. It's something. a classic thing. Kids are hungry all the time, yeah. man. Kids are going to laugh at that. Um, before we get into it, I do want to give the basic plot synopsis of what Paw Patrol is or what? Well, I mean, I think we can basically summarize that, you know, this is based on a popular uh, animated yeah. kids series that, um, as you mentioned is Canadian and you have um, this kid who basically has trained a bunch of dogs to puppies. puppies. I mean, they sometimes call them, they are puppies, but they also are called rescue dogs. Like it's, it's one of those things because that's another thing that we can talk about later. It's like, okay, so if, the the one character chase, chase. is a puppy <laughs> yeah. like what was he when a, he was found yeah you know like and, so there's that yeah, conversation baby, had as well. yeah i don't know yeah you know, uh, part of the litter I, I i don't know um so essentially what you have is the story which i assume each episode mostly takes place usually in adventure bay which is like this kind of idyllic small town community where nothing really ever happens and if it does and there's in you know somebody's in need of assistance whether you know it be a fisherman or a maple uh syrup truck driver voiced by tyler, by Perry, tyler Perry. <laughs> who's canadian who gets a, a a blue slushy all over him um needs help you call classic canadian problem if, yeah. if you need help you yelp for the paw patrol and they assemble as if they were like the power rangers or something or like avengers that or the or avengers whatever. and basically sort of assess the situation and say they all the have day. a cool vehicle yeah yeah and they all have their i can know, envision the happy meal toy when i was seeing this oh like, yeah I remember, that, like, that is a big yeah. thing about this as well it's all about product placement and that is probably the most self-aware aspect of uh yeah, this there's film a, jo- a specific joke because i was too. thinking like how do they pay for this if they're government you know if they're working yeah. for the government or government service <laughs> and they make a joke about it they which, cover that which is the one thing that is kind of i guess the most sort of self-aware about which i didn't mind because i was thinking this while i was watching it if, if you want to put logic on sort of you know right uh, they don't have a tony stark i don't think that kid is Who's basically the Nick Fury of No, the but then again, that is the one thing I had questions about in terms of that character's motivations and in terms of like <laughs> sure. well, how does he how does like why is he doing what he's doing and you know what's his backstory? And I'm sure it's probably been explored in Rider the, in yeah. the original series or or at some point. Um, but there's not a lot there. It's just literally, you know, these these puppies and uh, the owner or master, whatever you want to call him, um, get together, help people in the community. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, they're all hanging out and, you know, eating treats and being being good boys and girls. And that's basically yeah. it. Um, but here, what you have that kind of elevates this to the quote unquote theatrical release um, is the pups and rider go to adventure city which is a little bit meaner a little bit bigger uh more problems to deal with 
and uh, the corrupt mayor who wins the election because there's only one name on the ballot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um is is basically sort of you know causing problems for uh the pups and rider and then Mm -hmm. sort of the story from there kind of goes is like they're basically cleaning up the messes that the mayor causes which is also really kind of funny yeah it is yeah when you think about like you know again outside of the film but today mayor john tory in toronto declared it paw patrol day Uh, yeah and it's just funny that like the mayor is the villain and then you think also of john tory you know politically speaking that he uses the police to sort of you know get rid of the homeless and things like that and he you know is not very popular ironically probably hasn't watched this no no (laughs) it's almost like ronald reagan using born in the usa as his theme music and not listening to the lyrics yeah that's kind of exactly it because i tweeted out right after i watched the movie being like um paw patrol the movie a perfect world where you defund the police take away all the control from the government and give it to like six small dogs (laughs) And they just there's no police in this world. It's just there's a police dog. He kind of has like the police thing who's going through kind of uh, anxiety attacks and stuff as he goes into adventure. Which that is also interesting because that's Chase, who is the police dog. And every time Chase has an anxiety attack or, you know, his backstory for this, is his his character is the most introspective of the group because he as a smaller puppy um, was abandoned and left to fend for himself himself and you can almost look at it as like in adventure when, city adventure city when you know like homer simpson has sort of a, a little bit of a, a he's kind of feels like in the same way where like when he goes to new york he doesn't like going to new york because of his own backstory so that's what yeah, i kind of yeah. compared it to but every time chase sort of gets into a situation where he is you know his services are required the dog that kind of ends up stealing the spotlight for it from him that it's not necessarily you know he's doing it on purpose is is marshall uh the the firefighter dog which i also thought mm-hmm. was an interesting weird sort of little social commentary that you know people are always more open to being helped by firemen, firemen yeah. than police officers yeah, no, I, I like that as well. And I don't know, that's probably intentional, but um, nothing a kid would get. But I think that's what the movie, like, again, even with the, you know, silly stuff of a corrupt mayor who's doing ridiculous mayor things. Mayor Humdinger. And we got to, a real Humdinger uh, yeah. here. <laughs> and he wants to get rid of all the, you know, things we're talking about, like libraries and parks and, and stuff like that. And, and he's also the worst ridiculous. because he's a cat lover. Yeah, he loves cats Gross. and he looks like the Monopoly man a little bit um, in a purple top hat. Um, yeah, and then there's some stuff with him that's just ridiculous and kind of funny even for adults. Like, I, There's a lot of stuff in this where I un- totally understand why kids love it. Cute animals, cool cars, bright colors. fun action, bright colors, silly silly jokes, rhyming jokes, poop Alliterations. Jokes, like, alliterations, stuff like that Rhymes. where I totally understand why this is – incredibly successful for children and why very young children enjoy it and why I'm sure parents, you know, after watching however many episodes of this show, I'm sure there's way too many, but um, how many episodes I'm going to click on Paw Patrol and see here. Uh, There are 353 segments and 189 episodes. So I'm sure like they get sick of it after a while, but even watching this movie, like there is enough there for, that's not just going to be an adult bashing their head against the the wall, right? Like it's not going to be insufferable for you to sit through with your kid. Um, if your kid likes Paw Patrol, unless, Maybe you, if you've, unless watched you've watched it 100, 30 times. Yeah. Like this yeah. is going to be something where it's like, 
you know, the first couple of times if if a parent is is watching this with their kid or, you know, just basically in the same room as as them, they'll probably enjoy it and then they'll get sick of it after they've watched it, you know, 100 and, and time 130 yeah, sure. or something like that. But then you could just throw it on the TV and walk out of the room like you just don't have to actually sit there. But I mean, if you had to go to theaters or sit there for the first time with your kids, you're not going to have the worst time. And I like the stuff of like, you know, start at a young age telling kids that the government is useless <laughs> and, that, <laughs> um, and that mayors are corrupt and awful and, like and not really, and not really looking out for you. Um, so like, I like that kind of stuff. And I mean, yeah, sure. Part of it is showcasing that some of these public services can do good, even though they're done by a dog in, 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 in the movie or dogs in the movie. But, um, you know, it does classic movie stuff too, like introducing a new uh, member of the Paw Patrol. Liberty. Which seems like some Liberty, which just seems like, you know, the classic kind of do the movie thing. You have the new exclusive character for the movie that's now going to probably be in the show. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, we don't have any background. Maybe she's in the TV show. I have no idea. Or, or I think I think she's way, I but, think she's a new character um, that's added specifically yeah. for the film. But they do have other characters um, on the show that are kind of almost like you know Crosby Stills Nash mm. and like the young version where like there's like a husky sure. that comes in every once in a while and, oh, and right. helps they out. have like uh cameos by different like specialty dogs or whatever. yeah like exactly if they have a snow adventure they bring in the husky or yeah. whatever and he comes on a snowmobile or something yeah snow jobs husky um, so yeah sure uh, which again um, and then you speaking get, of G.I. Joe and Transformers yeah. as well like it, it kind of falls concept, in the, right? that category yeah. of like you know kids cartoons but specifically for really um, young audience viewers and there's nothing wrong with that like watching this like it's it's a very charming and easy watch and I think what I like the most about this is that even though there are influences you know you you mentioned the Avengers I mentioned the littlest hobo um, you, you can clearly see that but it's not pop culture reference heavy where yeah. like you look at a lot of the stuff we've been watching in the last year or so with space jam and new legacy speaking of you know like lola bunny being added to the first space jam movie in the same way that liberty is um or like you know the boss baby movies or things like that i think what i just like the most about this film is that it's just self-contained to its own world and sort of you know stay true to its own it's doing its yeah. it's doing its own thing and again the liberty character it was also making an interesting social commentary uh, you know on homelessness and, yeah. and sort of again john tory did not see yeah. this movie um <laughs> because if he did he you know or it would just go completely over his, his head. head. Yeah, know. and it's just like one of those Even things. Even though it's a movie for literal children. <laughs> right, right. Um, so there there are some smart sort of moments that are, are, are based on what's going on in the world around them. And as you mentioned, it kind of gives you an insight into sort of government and how it works and it's not necessarily a civics lesson or anything like that it's it's literally puppies like you know assembling to fight crime and clean to up fight the... a subway thing that goes into yeah a roller coaster, but, which i did laugh at. but it is very entertaining um overall and 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 i think the alliterations and the puns and the rhymes yeah, a lot of good really eric help. puns in this yeah like, a lot of a lot, like... lot of bad dad jokes too and yeah. like you know some of the voice cast uh um 
you know, you have someone like Ron Pardo who on the show voiced another character, but this he voices, you know, Humdinger and uh, which I think he does in the show as well. What from what I was reading, right? But Mayor Humdinger might not be like a huge. I don't know. Well, they do. Well, Ryder does mention that, like, oh, we've had our you know problems yeah. in the past and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, I was assumed, but he voices another character, but like his most prominent one, and it's a very hammy, over the top performance in a snidely whitlash kind of way. Like he's literally yes, the yes, mustache twirling mayor. Um, you have guest the, the one thing i do find a little bit weird in terms of like the like you know the the guest gov- cameos the guest cameos because you have sort of you know um government workers and then you have guest cameos like tyler perry who's a billionaire kim kardashian who yeah. is you know a multi-millionaire <laughs> a billionaire. billionaire and it's just that's kind of weird but again kids won't get that it's it that no, doesn't matter to them yeah. but then you I have do- randall park and dax shepherd in there as well and i don't know if these jimmy are just kimmel the as well as, as jimmy kimmel the yeah. wearing a news reporter um so yeah, yeah it's like it's 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 very charming it doesn't overstay its welcome it's it moves really quickly i think that that's the the other thing i actually kind of liked about this is that the pacing of the film doesn't feel like okay it's it's adding something that is unnecessary to the plot to kind of you know extend the running time it's kind of it's in and out it entertains it knows that kids you know have a a limited attention span so it's kind of getting to the good stuff right away and it doesn't really (laughs) take as the the you know any additional time to service story which again you could say like oh they could have added a little bit more there or done something to flesh it out i think but you don't need it it right yeah and like even in the the sequences with the mayor which i guess is what you're talking about they just make them kind of comical and even then have some sort of sequence where he makes some ridiculous contraption that makes no sense it's very episodic in that way yeah oh totally which absolutely tracks and i think it looks nice like i one thing i worried about is like no offense to like i have no idea again i haven't watched any of the show so i don't know what it actually looks like on on television but like i was surprised that like you know the movie looks nice like it's well animated and like you said it's colorful and um i think what i was reading is that they did step up the animation because i just you know well micro's uh image animation worked with them on this and they've done a lot of um dreamwork stuff recently like they did yeah that the kind of, uh, captain looked, underpants that look, movie yeah. and, and the spongebob film speaking of nickelodeon in in, in the u.s releasing the film micro's is, is is a canadian company as well uh out of montreal and they seem to be getting a lot of work recently um with these bigger studios to kind of uh upgrade uh the animation and i do agree with you like what like just looking at the the like some of the stills that from the show it does look more primary than anything else where yes this, i it, have it on right now like i just p- pulled it up on youtube this is a much more have that- slicker well-produced you know detailed uh version like this is something that's on the on the level of like illumination or something like that I'd agree because like I'm pulling it up now and it does kind of have more of a um, a smooth look to it. And like what I worried about is like I've watched a lot of Canadian animation as a kid, too, and it's sticking not around the greatest <laughs> thing. Like the shows were great and I enjoyed them, but um, the animation there was obviously at a much lower budget. And you can kind of see that in the clips that I'm seeing here. Now, so what shows really are you referring kinda, to? You're referring to stuff like um, like reboot Be- and Beast Wars, um, things like Beast that. Wars and yeah. stuff. I mean, obviously a very different era. And like at the time, those were revolutionary. A little An bit age range of, as uh, well. That demographic uh, is a little bit older than than some of the, yeah. the stuff that we're we're talking about for this movie specifically. But yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. We're like it, it just kind of it does have that quality of where like it's very rough around the edges and like you can, it it almost looks like 
um, early sort of 2000s or late 90s PC video game quality animation that you would yeah. sort of watch on stuff uh, on like, you know, TV shows or, or, or even, you know, computer programming and stuff like that. But this does look a lot nicer. And, and again, it adds a, an extra layer to the theatrical aspect of it. It's like, okay, we, we need to do something that sets this apart from the series. Yeah. It's in two, three, nine widescreen. So for no reason, right. but like, <laughs> love it. Like, God bless it. Um, yeah. I think the movies, again, we're, th- I'm a 32 year old man reviewing this movie with no kids and no prior history of even seeing five seconds of Paw Patrol. Like I've never even, I've seen a photo of Paw Patrol and I've heard from people who have kids and stuff that it's just like kids love it. So, um, you know, after reading, maybe I don't totally agree with Courtney's review of, um, you know, it being this political thriller or whatever well there is there, um, there again there, there are, are those elements yeah like but, um, global warming as well like one I don't of the one of the mayor's fiendish plots it. is to make it always sunny using this uh weather Taking device the, clouds, the yeah. cloud catcher and um like again there's a global warming sort of component to it yeah. but it's not maybe that deep or meaningful is yeah. as, as some but i think it is of, as deep as it needs to be for children yeah. which i so i gotta give it credit for that it looked and like, like a uh, mutated um, big mac yeah yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of cloudy with the chains and meatballs a little bit um with that stuff but um i think it's perfectly you know solid and um i'm trying to think of it as like thinking of it as a movie for very young children and i think there's hardly anything wrong with it so um you know i could go as you said you're going to give it a three. I could go as high as a three and a half or even a four, but <laughs> they're going to say five stars. Five no, stars. I mean, for a kid's movie though, four, you got to think of the age range of this movie, which is like what you said, maybe between one and you know eight, maybe. No, it's got to like, be lower what, than that. Younger? Like I would, I would say, I would say two to, two to five. Two to, two to five, five for Paw Patrol. Okay, so that I'm like, there's gonna be this is gonna be a perfect movie for that age. Oh group. yeah, absolutely. Like, this is this is so, the Citizen Kane for children. I honestly, uh, I don't I disagree guess. with that. I'm gonna give it a three and a half because I thought it succeeds at, you know, it's yeah. For me, I can't say like I loved it or anything like that. But like, I didn't have a bad time watching it, and I can totally understand. Um, why children really love it and why it's as popular as it is and it doesn't seem popular dis- uh, yeah disingenuous either like it doesn't seem like it's just trying to do things to sell yeah it is but i mean it's not only doing that it just i feel like you know it has a good message it has good stuff in there and like it's edutainment well as, right like it, yeah. it brings it both and together the education programming and entertainment is. As, yeah. as one and then also i just want to quickly say that i think the script like again we both said that we have not watched a single episode episode um but i do think that this movie gives you a perfect summarization of what the series is in this movie like oh totally having watched the film i now understand the gist of what the show is about and i think that that a different thing that they have to save each episode right with like a and i think that's good storytelling in terms of just them being able to convey what the show means to so many people you know, to so and many yeah, and to introduce new people to it too, and new kids, right? Like, I'm sure this movie will be a, a whole new introduction to uh, Paw Patrol for a lot of younger people, and and um, I mean, that's you know, I'm gonna go back and watch all eight seasons now. So no, you're not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. See again, it's uh, not. A, it's not a show. If I had a kid, though, I'd throw it on. It's yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It, it it's it's 
it's a very pure show where like something like SpongeBob SquarePants, even though it's for kids, there is a section of people that watch it because stoners. Yeah. Yeah. Where Paw Patrol is not that at all. Like Paw Patrol no, is not no, a show no. that's going to interest. You're not going on a or, or, like or cartoon network at midnight with a, you know, a seven 11 taquito and, and, a, and a Mountain Dew and watching it. It's just, yeah. If you have young kids, you're going to be watching it with your young kids. If you don't, you're not going to see this movie. So I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to this review based on our audience, but yeah. <laughs> I hope, I hope someone did. So um, thank you for listening guys. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Eric gave it a three. Um, I think it's a solid, you know, kids flick for very young kids. And if so, you love dogs, um, you'll, I think you'll also just get something out of it just on that end. And, and, and as much as I, I don't hate cat people, I just sure. did kind of find it funny that cat people are evil. The evil, <laughs> the evil mayor is a cat person. Yeah, I know. My family's always been cat people. I've never owned a dog. Um, but even I can laugh at that. Georgie lover. I don't know where she is, but she, um, wreaks havoc quite frequently. Um, so Thank you all for listening. Um, if you like this, uh, we have a lot of other reviews that we'd love for you guys to check out right now. If you're a big fan of Paw Patrol, you'll probably be a huge fan of the Night House. <laughs> so go listen to that. Same audience. Review. Um, as well as if you're into other, I mean, we have some animated kids fair up there. So, uh, Vivo, we just reviewed over on Untitled, which Movie I like Paw Patrol more than year. Vivo as well. <laughs> I think I do too. Yeah. Um, so you can check out our review for Vivo, um, as well as, uh, you know, kind of blending the lines between, you know, who the audience is for, but still in the animation realm, Marvel studios, what if we reviewed the first three episodes. So episodes one and two are out now. And then we also reviewed next week's episode three. So you can check that out. Uh, Eric mentioned Annette. Uh, so uh, you can check out that review. Free Guy, uh, The Suicide Squad, The Green Knight, uh, Jungle Cruise, Stillwater. The Zola, Green Knight Snake and Paw Eyes. Patrol. That would be an interesting double bill. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We did mention G.I. Joe as well. So you can check out G.I. Joe Origins. Uh, our 99th draft of the Untitled Movie Podcast is available right now. That's a separate channel. We would love for you guys to go subscribe. Uh, we just put out our brand new look of all of our channels. It's still taking a little time to update in iTunes. I got to look uh, or Apple Podcasts. I have to look into that today. But our brand new look is on all our social channels, our Letterboxd, which is Untitled Podcast. Um, our 99 draft we talk about me my vacation to the old beach eric opens some <laughs> christmas presents from his dad uh cine club versus movie club and then our 100th episode is coming up this week on monday hence uh, the, the uh the update in terms of our aesthetic yeah we decided after three years and 100 episodes of the main show and we've done over 250 of this show reviews um which is wild as well. Uh, we just decided we were going to go dark mode. We were going to you know, change the, up the look and then throw in a little bit of color and a, a distinct color palette for each show and, and kind of uh, do different things. So um, we're really happy with it. Well, thank you to everyone who, um, which we'll talk about on the hundredth episode and stuff like that too, but uh, who sent some kind words over based on that. But, uh, and then untitled movie conversations, uh, you guys can go subscribe to that. We'll be putting up interviews here and there whenever we get a, a you know, a fun guest that we, want to come in to talk an hour or so but phantom city uh uh creative is is up there right now we we have a great interview with them and they just actually uh released a um or it, they posted about their latest project which is a steel cover 4k for american psycho which, same audience you know anyone yeah. listening to this is going to be a huge fan of american psycho. but it is a, I, I don't like steel, do not show that to, to your kids. kids no no no, no. <laughs> but i i'm not a steel book uh guy usually but, but i think it looks really, really nice. nice yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, 
As always, uh, my name is Matt Rovick. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at UntitledMoviePodcast.com. And you can follow me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at RogersTV.com slash CinemaScene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, something, something. Adam Levine is sings a song. Bye. <laughs>